All right, we're on the prowl. I'm your host, Professor Hot Sauce. We are in a quarantine studio, and uh, just cracked a beer. I don't know if you guys could hear that. What the fuck? Why isn't this cracking properly? This is like two episodes in a row that I haven't cracked a beer properly, and it's really fucking bothering me. I don't even know if it's even worth podcasting anymore. <laughs> well, it's a rough day already. All right, fuck it. Shut it down. Going home. By the way, we have a guest. Connor Joe, how are you? Good. I'll do my best not to fuck up anymore. My so, name is Professor Hot Professor Sauce. Professor Hot Sauce, sorry, sir. It's a pleasure meeting you. You've been on a few episodes before. Yep. You excited? I am. I am. Always a good time to be on the show. Fuck yeah. We're going to be... All right, so here's the deal. Here's what we're planning on doing. It is currently a fucking blizzard where we are right now. Not even a word of a lie. This might be the worst weather we've had in a in a decade. Is that is that overreaching? Am no. I overreaching with saying that? Probably not. They say this storm's going to rival the 2007, and I was just out in it, and it's got to be close. So you're a fucking trooper because you knew we were about to podcast. So tell tell the listeners what you just did. I fired up the fired up the truck, got in it, braved the elements, went out to get some beers for the show. Fuck yeah, you did. Fuck yeah, you did. All right. So what we're so the reason this has inspired an episode is because we want to get the fuck out of here. And you and I have been talking about this for a long time. So why don't you tell the listeners what we've been uh, what we've been chatting about for the past few months? Well, the past few months, I I said I need to get the fuck out of this place, get away from life, have a little break, and go somewhere warm. And you're like, yep. Let's do it. Where do you think of Cancun? And I was like, longer than a week. I'm thinking more long term. Yeah, so what prompted this? So I think this is important to get into this discussion. Oh, we're going there, are we? I mean, I think we have to. That's <laughs> kind of what the show is about. All right. Well, I guess let's fucking get into it then. We're going to we're going to we're going to re- we're going to record a few episodes today. They might get sloppy cuz we might get really drunk and we might get really emotional here in the studio. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Can I get too drunk? Not not prior to my date. Yeah, so that's going to be hopefully a good episode too. Yeah, we can podcast about that. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe you won't come home. Then that would be Ooh, a really good podcast. That'd be, yeah, then tomorrow would be maybe a good not, show. Maybe not. Do you... Because it's all, this all revolves around... All right, well, let's stay on this topic. So let's, uh, let's talk about why we, we thought about leaving the country. Oh, on me. Sorry, bud. Uh, well, it all started with uh, basically me changing my whole life for somebody and them deciding one day that uh, they didn't want to be there anymore. Right. So that hurt. Yeah, that hurt. Yep. Like that, t- that, t- that's, that's why you wanted to get the fuck away from, from life. Get away from life. Just tired of working, tired of getting up at six every day and working 12 hour days and Need to get away from her and the situation and, yeah, just life. So, I've been on the other end of this situation before where I've chatted with a with a couple, two separate women. I've met one, actually both of them I met on uh, Tinder. So, they both told me that they went to Hawaii for, I think both of them were like three to five years they went to Hawaii. I said, oh, that's fucking cool. What, uh, how'd you get there? And she said, I had a really bad breakup. And so what the one girl said to me 
was she said she was really struggling. She's going through a really hard time. And it was a conversation with her mother where her mother said, you know what you need to do is you just need to remove yourself from the situation as best as you can. And she says, well, how do I do that? She says, maybe, maybe go somewhere far away from where you are right now, as in physically, as in geographically. And then she said, well, I can't think of many farther places away from my home than Hawaii. So she just packed her fucking bags like that Forget and Sarah Marshall movie. And she went to fucking Hawaii. And she said the next three years of her life were the best three years she ever had as, as a human being. So when you were going through this, these conversations and these life situations, they really resonated with me because I was like, you know what? I just went on a three-week road trip in Western Canada, and that was amazing. That was just, it's nice to get in my car, and I can literally spend 10 hours in my vehicle, music blasting. And I just read a study that says uh, listening to music can release the same type of chemicals as sex and eating chocolate or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, it's like a huge stress reliever. So I suggested that to you. And so... Yeah, and uh, I am all over that. That is uh, probably the best plan I've heard in, well, the last decade for sure. So then we did what? Then we did... uh, Well, then we started talking about it, started planning. Yeah. And then stupid fucking COVID hit (laughs) and uh, put a damper on some of the plans, but... Yeah, well, I mean, we were already mid mid into COVID when all this shit went down, but... Our plan was we want to go to, I, I suggested to you Vietnam, and you said, well, so, why Vietnam? And then you did a bunch of research, did you not? I did. I researched a shit out of Vietnam, and the more research I did, the more the more I want to go there. Like, I I literally could see my, my life in Vietnam, like living there full time in that part of the country or world, I guess. Yeah, so we, I came here, so we're at your place right now, we're have a mobile studio and we had it all planned out we were going to we had a couple places we were going to go uh if we needed jobs we had plans for jobs and then before we got too far into it i said before we do this we should maybe make sure we can even travel there just due to covid and researched it there are zero cases in the country when i researched it I was like, well, that's good, but if I was in their country, I wouldn't want one. I wouldn't want fucking foreigners in my country, potentially bringing uh, this uh, this virus over. So I called the embassy, and without like a second hesitation, they're like, no, you can't go, and they just totally fucked with our plans. It almost made me cry. Like, fuck you, COVID nineteen. <laughs> fuck you. I can't say that enough. Fuck you, COVID-19. Would you like to say that, Connie Joe? I would. Fuck you, COVID. Ruining my fucking plans. And uh, it's uh, it's putting a lot of strain on people's relationships right now. I know, like, people are... I just had a conversation with somebody today, and they're saying how depressed they are, and it really sucks. So travel is one of those ways I think people escape the bullshit. And I think that's kind of what you want to do right now. Absolutely. You know, you get away and you get out of everyday routine and everyday life and 
just a change of pace is a big difference in anybody's life and relationship and any aspect of of their day to day. So, so what's what's stressing you out right now? Oh, what stresses me out right now? Just that whole situation. Still. Still. Yep. Still, it's done, but it's not done. I don't know. I I don't know where we're at. We talk. She calls. She cries. She tells me she loves me. Yep. Which I do the same. I tell her I love her. But yeah, and I mean, obviously, you guys were anybody that knows my situation, our situation, already knows that that's the case. So, right. So for me, when I uh, broke up with uh, my last girlfriend, it, it, it was uh, it was very it was very hard, and I remember getting to a point where it got really ugly at one point to the point where like we deleted basically our entire history off social media, you know, we removed each other from social media, all photos of us together got taken down. Uh, and then we realized, uh, we were acting like seven year olds. And so I forget who reached out. doesn't really matter, but we made amends. That was my way of removing myself from that situation. So rather than physically moving, I basically mentally evacuated the situation by taking away all these triggers of memories that were good memories. And so they made me miss her. But honestly, that was probably the best thing I did because it allowed me to mentally reset and just get my shit back together. Yeah. Well, and we, we are not connected in any way on social media, any platform anything i don't have i don't have any keepsake stuff of us i don't have any pictures of us anymore i well i shouldn't say that i do they're on a thumb drive (laughs) hiding but there's also pictures of other relationships on that same thumb drive but it's not that i pull that out and stick it in a fucking computer ever because what's the point i think if we now go like, I, I need to get away from shit, too. I mean, everyone at, at my work is stressed the fuck out. So it's a really negative environment. Just, like, everyone's fucking in a bad mood these days, I feel like. And so, I need to go somewhere. I need to go to fucking somewhere. So we're, we're deciding we're going to to Mexico, right? Yep. We're just going to get the fuck out of here. And... Just get the fuck out. But here's the problem. I don't know about you, but I kind of want to party. That's all I want to do. Told you. <laughs> I want to, uh, wherever I am, I want two drinks in my hands at all times, on a beach, in a pool, no fucking rules, no, if I don't want to get out of bed till fucking three, I'm not going to get out of bed till three. Whatever, whatever I want to do, everything and anything. No kids. No kids. Wherever we go, because we're going to go somewhere, likely Mexico, because no. that seems like the most likely place we can actually get in. No kids. And as much a party as we can possibly have during COVID-19. Absolutely. Which is really going to be tough. Uh, yeah. Because the parties I want to have are like pool parties. And I think for you, if we can find a girl at said pool party. <laughs> I wouldn't say no. You wouldn't say no. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Uh, everybody likes girls at a party? Like... Yes. Let me ask you this. Have you hooked up with anyone since other... Uh, nope. You have not? Nope. Are you wanting to? 
I don't know. I think so. So if the if the opportunity presents itself tonight, like to to, to me, tell tell me about yourself because I feel like you're not necessarily the the hookup type. No, I am definitely not the hookup type. I am uh, when well when girls chase me and they want to just hook up. If I like them, I won't sleep with them. It's like a five-date type thing, usually depending on situations and stuff. But obviously, I have slept with, like, the odd girl, one-night stand. But that's not typically my MO. So this girl you're meeting up with tonight, you're going on a date within a few hours? Yep. Are you already putting rules in place? Nope. No rules. Have you discussed your life situation with her? Nope. All right. So let's say you go on this date. You really like her. Are you going to pull the plug on Mexico? Nope. No matter what. No matter what. We're going on a holiday. We need to go on a holiday. We're going, we're going, we're going, like I said. This is bullshit, man. I'm looking out the window. It's a fucking blizzard. This is bullshit. Like I, like I said, we could fucking tomorrow. We're going. And I want to go at least two weeks on this holiday. And then when we get back and this COVID shit is hopefully starting to clean up by the end of the year. Then we move to step two and Yeah, so you and I have discussed this. Uh I kinda I kinda wanna travel the world for like mm. the next five, ten years. You know, I'm kind of at that phase of my life. I have nothing nailing me down to a specific location in the world. I have my family, I have my very close friends, and I love them. But I mean I'll see I'll see them again. There's, there's nothing preventing me from jumping on a plane, you know. Come home for Christmas. Two, two to five times a year during yeah, Christmas, whatever. Thanksgiving, Easter, kids' birthdays, just because I'm getting homesick. That shit can be done yeah. pretty easily. Absolutely. So so the plan is you're going to be a mainstay on this podcast. So yeah. I hope you're fucking entertaining. Well, I'm going to have to work on it. Yeah, are you? Yeah, I'll get better. You'll I'll get, get better? better? All right. Because <laughs> we're going to... I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell all the podcast listeners right now. I'm going to be a millionaire from partly, partly from this, partly from other things too. Obviously being the best male stripper uh, <laughs> in North America is probably going to be my primary thing. For all you women who have seen my strip teases, you're fucking welcome. I know you guys will agree. And uh, you've actually seen one of my strip teases. Haven't I you? have. Yeah. Pretty ha- good. Happy birthday, Joe. Con and I, Joe, got a nice birthday gift, so. Yeah. All right, so what's the what's the, what's the travel plan? Let, 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 let's lay this out. What, what are you thinking? What's in your brain? What are the next five years for Cotton and I, Joe, look like? Anything. No no plans, man. I'm, I've, I've done nothing but make plans my whole life. I'm never spontaneous. I'm always pretty straight and narrow on most aspects of everything I do so now after this situation I'm like fuck it like what's the point I you're like George Costanza you're becoming backwards Cotton Eye Joe if every instinct you've ever had in your life was wrong then this is probably the greatest decision you're gonna make that's that's the way I'm looking at it I'm like everything I've done to this point has got me to this point but fucking for what well okay so this is this is what I want to do this is if I were you, and this is a third party's perspective, so you tell me where I'm full of shit or where I'm wrong. If I were you, and I was sitting in your shoes today, and there is no global pandemic, 
what I would do is I would say, all right, I'm fucking off to Vietnam. I'm going to Southeast Asia. I'm going to backpack Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, uh, maybe South Korea, maybe Japan. See, Olympic year, we got to go to Japan next year. Absolutely. So I want to start doing shit like that. And that's really the fuck thing that's fucking us all up. It's like, I want to do World Cup. I want to do the Olympics. I want to do... Spangler Cup. Spangler Cup. We've talked about that oh. so many times. Big ho- hockey fans. So we travel the world. We go to these events. We literally give zero fucks. But we meet, hopefully, really cool people. Hopefully, we meet two other girls that are also going through midlife crisis. And, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm in a midlife crisis, maybe. But, uh... <laughs> well, I, I'm just... I'm just I'm just saying we should let people know our ages. Like yeah. I'm, I'm mid thirties, and mid, yeah, mid, mid, to, mid, mid to late thirties, and you're you're early mid forties. Yeah. And so we're at this point where you know we have the ability to travel. We have the means to travel, and I don't think oh, I certainly haven't done it to the extent I've wanted to. And I don't know about you, but when you researched Vietnam, you clearly didn't know anything about it. I knew nothing really about Vietnam except for, like, basically where it was and that it's, people have said it's pretty cool to go to, but, like, nothing more than that until I started researching shit, man. And the more, like I said, the more I researched, the more I read, I was like, fuck this, like, it has a ton to offer there. I know it's got some of the nicest beaches in the world and and some of the best food in the world, but... So we, I've podcasted about this before. I said, you know, the perfect relationship status for me would be like Ludacris. You know how Ludacris has hoes in different area codes? Yeah. He's my hero, man. I want to <laughs> be, be Ludacris over the next few years. That's my life goal. Yeah. I'm, next three years become Ludacris. I'm down with that. I'm going to have a map of the world. And I'm going to put area codes... And, and we're going to cross them off. We're going to cross them off. We're going to go to various countries. We're going to do like full moon parties. Nice. In uh, Thailand or Vietnam. And hopefully not get. I've, I've watched some pretty crazy documentaries about foreigners dying in like rooms because they were like fumigated and shit like that. Yeah. So hopefully we don't become those people. But even if we do, then that's a pretty epic story. Absolutely. You know, you only live once. Fuck. Enjoy it. That's right. If you, that's the way you're going to go. I'd rather go there than in this fucking weather. Right, so that's that's plan one. Plan one is vacation because this is really fucking with our travel plans. But 2021, hopefully, we are on a plane to Vietnam. One-way ticket. Airbnb. The cool thing about this is you sent me a video and we can live like fucking gods there. Oh, absolutely. An average meal there is 12,000 dongs, which is like just over $2. And that's a meal more than I eat, plus two beer. Did you say 12,000 dong? Yeah. That's the currency, dong. Dong. Vietnam dong. 12,000 dongs. Yep, 12,000 dongs. Like I said, 10,000 American dollars puts 244 million dongs in my bank account. We instantly become... Multi-millionaires. Multi-millionaires. Just like life is always intended. Right. Well, see, there we go. See, then, then I accomplished my goal pretty quickly. Yeah, right. And it's only ludicrous that I got left. <laughs> One hundred American dollars is is two point two point four some million dongs. So, all right. So I'm excited about this becoming a millionaire officially. Finally, about fucking time. Eleven years overdue, but uh... all right. So let's do that. So then, then 
All right, so we do that. Let's say we're there for three months. That one. That one we do. Whatever we want. If we don't like it there and we want to go somewhere else, we just fucking get on a plane and go somewhere else. Okay. What if we meet some, like, super amazing people from, like... Sweden? Yeah. Then we go to Sweden. Okay, I like it. And you know where Sweden's close to? Switzerland. What's in Switzerland? <laughs> the Spangler Cup. Then we cross another thing on. Yeah. Ludacris will be at the Spangler Cup next year. That is crazy. And we'll be a multi-millionaire in Vietnam. Yeah. Which is not that crazy. Pretty much everyone is. But <laughs> no, no. No, no. Not everybody. No, the locals. The locals are not. For. The locals yeah. won't be. And it probably gives us a better appreciation on life. Oh, absolutely. I think. And like, like we've talked, it's all, it's all, everything's relevant to where you are, your situation, your lifestyle you want to live, right? Like for how much money you need in the bank, but 240 some million dongs is uh, a lot of money. Like I can live, I can do it's anything really I not, want. Though. <laughs> it's it's not, but it is for what I want to do. Like I can live a year and a half off of that and do absolutely everything, a minimum a year and a half and do everything I want there and travel to the other countries and just everything that the country has to offer and not have to worry about dipping into a bank account or getting a job or any of that bullshit. Well, we're going to have to work. I mean, this is going to be our work. Well, at some point, yeah. Like if this is going to be like a five, 10 lifetime thing, then. Absolutely. So you want to become my, I can offer you a contract and that you can become my first employee. What do you think about that? I I think I'd be all right. Yeah. Does it pay good? No, it pays like shit. <laughs> I'm in. Okay, sweet. All right, it's recorded too. So, so we haven't even discussed contract. I like that you've already committed yourself before even learning contracts. Uh, what would you your, like your title to be? I never even thought of that. Well, you better think about it because here's the deal: we're going full throttle, as my buddy uh, Harry Mack would say. Shout out to anyone who knows who that is. Do you know who Harry Mack is? I do. Yep. For real. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He's awesome. He's all right, so think of a title because here's the other thing. I'm doing a lot of behind the scene behind the scenes work. So the beautiful thing about my life is I'm I've been in the digital marketing realm for a few years now and I'm starting to learn shit about like how to uh build brand awareness but do so without spending shit ton of money mm-hmm. and wasteful spending because we all know how good this podcast is, right? So like the yeah. content is fucking amazing. If you disagree with that, fuck off. Go subscribe to a different podcast. Actually, don't. Don't do that. Please, no, don't. Please don't, don't. Don't, listen, all, don't we, listen to him, guys. We need all the downloads we can get. Yeah. So, in the next few months, I'm going to put a lot of time and effort into this so that we can travel around the world, go to Vietnam, bring random tourists. Maybe they can speak in uh, Vietnamese or other languages. And... Uh, and we can uh, we can hit audiences from from other countries as well, and really conquer conquer the world with this podcast. Yeah, look out, Joe Rogan. Looks like a sounds like a good plan to me. All right, so think of a title. You need a title uh, right now, or can I have a? No, you can have you can you have uh, forty five seconds. <laughs> then your time's up. Then I get it. Then I get to name it. All right, CFO. CFO. All right. Okay. Cool. 
Benefits are shitty, the pay shitty, so you'll be a good CFO because you've already admitted that you don't want any money. So good, good job, CFO. Uh, all right, so here's the thing I'm thinking about where we take this podcast now. My uh, officially first employee as the corp, I got, I got to incorporate. Uh, so we go to Vietnam. And on the prowl could also mean like traveling. Absolutely. We can like. It suit it'll suit it perfectly. Yeah, it could be like a lifestyle mm-hmm. change, right? So I think that will be a really good concept of the show of where we take this. So every time we have this bullshit, I don't even know how I'm going to get my car out. Like I don't even live in this city. I I don't think you are, especially with the plows going by three times now. I think you're going to get buried in here. Like I said, went for beer. There's cars stuck in the intersection. So, well, how are we going to get to the airport? Oh, big truck. Big truck. I suppose they have Ubers in the city. Still. Ubers, yep. Let's lay this out. Let's say four-year plan for you and I. Uh, plan number one: Professor Hot Sauce hired first employee. Check. Got our CFO, Cotton Eye Joe here. That's uh, that's step number one. Step number two: go to go to Mexico. Get the fuck out of this blizzard. Have a really fun week. And or two. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll yes. <laughs> yes. I, I hope I can do two. I'm being intentionally conservative. I know I can 100% do one. And, yeah. Ah, fuck it. We're going for two weeks. Yeah, fuck at, this l- at least at minimum 10. Like at a least. week is not enough. A week is not going to be enough. We got to go at least 10. And we're going to party. I'm going to party. Well, see, this is a thing. I want to party harder than I've ever partied before. And I'm a, people tell me I'm an animal. I've seen it. When, when people, when we went houseboating, well, you told me about the snaps you got from me houseboating. Yep. Was so up, jealous. I was up 8 a.m. every day shotgunning Shotgun beer. Shotgunning beer. I was an hour and a half into work every day, and I opened up a, opened up a Professor Hot Sauce snap at 8 a.m., and it was him. Shotgunning a beer. You know, the only thing that would have made, made those snaps... What would you think make would make those snaps more epic? Oh. Naked girls. Yeah, it's funny how we thought this exact same thing. The only thing... The only, well, obviously. The only, the only thing that would have been better is if there's two girls topless yeah. next to me. While next, I one on each side. One yeah. on, and yes. Just a flock of them. Why stop at two? So I once had somebody, uh, a, a good friend of mine. Uh, he'll never listen to this podcast, but uh, it, it, that's actually real fucked up. I, I should talk, I'm gonna write that down. That's a really good podcast story of how him and I met. But we went to uh, visit my brother, and he lives in the same city as my brother. And uh, my brother's wife's friends are very attractive, and so we went out one night. And all these women were with me, and he says, Professor Hot Sauce travels with a harem of beautiful women. And I was like, yeah, I do. And so that should be, maybe that should be the motto of the show. Yeah, I agree. Follow Professor Hot Sauce and his harem of beautiful women. And his CFO. And his CFO. Can't, can't leave me out. You know, you're doing a great job of keeping our salaries under control. <laughs> First of all, I take it zero money. <laughs> I really appreciate that. You're yep. a good CFO, man. You're a good CFO. You're a good CFO. We'll keep the budgets down. We're keeping the budgets down. 
Okay, so we're gonna do so. That's the that's the step, and then I'm getting in really good shape, and I'm noticing women are hitting on me more than they've ever hit on me in their in their life. So I feel like when we go to these beaches, I mean, it's just gonna be easy. Like mm-hmm. we won't even have to try. Nope. Women are gonna come to us. They're gonna see. Oh, is that Professor Hot Sauce? And then the one friend is like, "Oh my God." Cotton Eye Joe's finance skills get me so horny. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, this is my CFO. <laughs> you got that right. Loving it, kid. Yeah. So this is our plan. And then we're going to get advertisers. So here, here's the other thing. Maybe we can get like a travel company to sponsor us. And we'll go to all these places. We'll go to these resorts. Maybe we'll double down on like a YouTube channel and we'll document our experiences because... We're going to have some pretty epic adventures, I think. I I concur. So the, uh, can't see why not. The two of us, when we're out and about, is usually a good time. So On the Prowl is going to have a double meaning. One, is you need to get laid, my friend. That's what I'm hearing. That is what I'm hearing. Well, do you disagree with that? I probably do not. But I also, in the same boat, Wow. don't know. I don't, like, I want to, but I also don't want to, because I'm still... Hooked and hung up. And... Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So, my friend once told me some great advice. He said, a slump's only a slump if you define it as a slump. So, I remember the longest time, since I've been sexually active, the longest time I've ever gone between not having sex was probably about nine months. And at the end of that nine months, I would have fucked anything. Like, if there was a central vac machine, or if there was, like, a hot tub jet nearby... I was like, oh yeah, I'm fucking that. See, and I'm I'm not that way. I'm I'm like whatever. I'm not gonna lower my standards just to get laid. Oh, I do all the time. It's not the greatest. You wake up the next morning sometimes, it's like, ugh. Yeah, see, and maybe that's maybe that's where I change. That's maybe that's part of my my change in my life here. Maybe I just lower your standards? Yeah. Well my favorite pickup line used to be if I lowered my standards, would you lower your pants? That's awful. Some girls liked it. All right, Creative. we gotta we gotta do we gotta do a show on pickup lines. But I don't have many. I think they're going out of style. You know, with the with the sexual harassment and the Me Too movement and uh, toxic masculinity culture that we have in this patriarchal system, I think pickup lines are on their way out. I really do. I think so too. And then, uh, like a month and a half ago or whatever, a buddy put me on Tinder. Because figured I needed to get on Tinder and get out, and like everybody keeps saying, get laid. And uh, I'm probably unlike most guys, I read both the profiles, and lots of the girls are saying, "Give me your best worst pickup lines." How many planets are in the solar system? How many? Yeah. Nine. Eight after I destroy Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Good one. So, what was I going to say? Oh, my favorite pickup line is, do you know what the hottest thing ever is? Consensual sex. No? Maybe not. Yeah, it works See, probably. All right, so the on the prowl, we're going we're gonna to document, we're going to create a YouTube channel. And it's going to be about traveling and exploring these amazing cultures that we've never visited before like i've never been to asia i don't know anything really about asian culture well i do but like i've never experienced it 
So I think if we go to these countries, we can have a really cool documentary of our travels. But then for the podcast, when we meet all these incredible women and Cotton Eye Joe lowers his standards. And well, so- by lower my standards, I don't mean like just eliminating them. Like, I, like I'll take them down like a notch or two. Okay, so my goal is when we're in our hostels or wherever we are, Airbnbs in uh, Ho Chi Minh City or wherever the fuck we are. I think we should live in Da Nang. Da Nang? Okay, we're going to go to Da Nang. Nicest beach city in probably all of the world I've read. So, All right, so here's the plan. When we First night we go to Da Nang, after we probably sleep because that flight's probably going to be shit. So after we get settled in Da Nang, what we're going to do is we're going to go out, we're going to party, and we're probably going to bring back, I would say, seven, eight women first night. And then once I'm done with them, they can sleep with you. Well, like I said last night when we were out, I was like, if if we got six girls and you banged all six of them and I didn't, I'd be more happy for you than you probably were for yourself. I don't know, man. I don't know if you know how much I like sex. <laughs> well, I'd still be, I'd, I'd be impressed. I wouldn't even, like, I wouldn't be angry. I'd, I'd be impressed. So what I really want to do, and I've said this multiple times, but I understand why women don't like I mean, women don't like to be thought of as conquests, obviously. Right? No. Because then you're just straight up objectifying them on this podcast. And people have told me I've done that before. But I definitely want to interview women on my podcast, particularly after a sexual interaction. I actually tried podcasting while having sex with a girl one time, but I was way too much into the sex to try and figure out how to get proper sound, how to set up. So it never happened. That's why you wanted us to have sex on your podcast. Yeah, I invited you to have sex, and I felt like you were thinking about doing it. We, well, we were. We, our relationship and our sex was, like, no boundaries, basically. Like, we fucked everywhere and anywhere. So that's also on the list. So, okay, we got hired CFO, that's done. Trip to Mexico, live in Da Nang. Bring back seven women, night one. Podcast with some of them. Uh, Also have another couple have sex on the podcast. Because my most popular podcast episode to date, and I can look at all the statistics, are with a friend of mine and his wife talking about sex. Like, people really love the vulgar shit. They do. And a lot of people don't like the vulgar shit, but then I look at the stats and I'm like, nah, you're lying. People people love the crude, vulgar sex stories. So the podcast I'm going to release before this is going to talk about how I'm no longer going to give a fuck about people's feelings. Kind of like fuck your feelings, but I don't really mean that. I do care about people's feelings. But at the same time, I'm just going to all the juicy stories that I have. I showed you my list of podcast yep. stories. They're just going to come out, and they're going to get ultra vulgar. And I'm going to, I'm going to make shit up and make them even juicier. So when we go to Vietnam, it's going to be fifteen women, <laughs> not seven. Well, seven each plus one to videotape. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. I don't know where this episode's going. I don't know, but I got to change the plans on my date. All right. Any final thoughts about our trip to travel the world? 
I, like I've been saying, man, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this blizzard can fuck off. COVID can fuck off, and we can fuck off to another country. Yeah. All right. We'll see you every Sunday, folks. Peace.